I want to take a minute and talk about Shop Boss. It's the ultimate solution for automotive shop management. In fact, the founder was a former shop owner himself. He was an industry guy with coding knowledge and experience who built what he wished existed for his own shop. Let's not forget about their customer service because it truly is second to none. They've invested in the people and the processes, ensuring that you receive top-notch service every step of the way. Say goodbye to the hassle of managing separate sets of books. Everything you need is built right in. ShopBoss also offers built-in DVI functionality, eliminating the need for third-party solutions. With Boss Pay, powered by 360 Payments, enjoy integrated payments with digital signature capture. And with customizable real-time reporting on the owner's dashboard, gain valuable insights into your business at a glance. See how they can simplify your auto shop at shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. Shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. That's shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. My name is Jimmy Purdy, shop owner, master tech, transmission builder, and the host of the Gearbox Podcast. Here I talk with new and seasoned shop owners as well as industry professionals about day-to-day operations within their own shops and all the failures and successes that come along the way. From what grinds your gears to having to shift gears in the automotive industry, this is the Gearbox Podcast. So Custom Works here in Paso Robles. Yes, sir. Mr. Travis Smith. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't say legend. No, no, no. It's getting there though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well known, well renowned in this town, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 uh we just try to take care of people and, and just do the best we can. You know, you're in a rough gig, man. I'm not gonna lie. I know, I know. I as you know. as you can tell, walking in, I kind of dabble in a little bit, but that's about the extent of it i would say for for me but you do the full blown deal yeah yeah it's uh it's been a tough road man it's uh first off just trying to find employees you know that that actually know the industry you know and or even people that just want to work yeah you know it's it's been tough you know i've had, I've had a few good guys over the years and older people you know i had one good body guy for about 8 years and but he was in his you know, late fifties and just finally just done and retired. Cause he's, he's done it over it. You know, he doesn't want yeah. San Bondo anymore, you know, but can't, can't blame him either. You know, no, no, exactly. You know, it's, uh, it's definitely a dying art. I can tell you that, you know, we're just, we're trying to keep it alive, man. Yeah. You know, just so for, for everyone listening or even for me, kind of walk me through the process of like, I mean, I mean, we're going to get into it. I mean, and for me, like, like how does it become profitable, right? But we'll get into that later. What, what's like, like, if someone were to ask you, hey, what do you do? You own a shop, right? But we all own shops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what would be like your specialty? How would you sell yourself if you needed to, right? Um, like, how would you sell that? What, what it is that you do on a, on a daily basis? Dude, that's hard because it's... uh. You know, we don't have one set thing that we do, you know, we, we kind of do everything but upholstery. So it's, you know, we get people come in that just want body work or paint or, um, you know, people that just want, say, a LS swap, you know, so it's, it's always a variety of stuff, you know, so it's, it's hard to say just, uh, 
Is there, is there one particular thing that it's hard not to get jaded, right? As 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 like you're working yeah. literally yourself to the bone and yeah. doing with yeah. this kind of stuff. But is there something that comes in that, that you get excited about though? It's more the metal work. Okay. Fabrication. You know, we build a lot of full chassis race cars, um, a lot of airbag stuff, um, low rider, you know, airbag stuff. Uh the fabrication's where it's at, you know. It's just it's a lot of fun. You can do a little more creativity. It makes you think as far as geometry, your design, you know, you get more into the bodywork side of it. It's it's kind of brainless stuff after you know it, you know, and it's just every car's kind of the same thing. You're you're putting on mud, sanding it, making lines straight, you know, it's it's, it's not not rewarding. It's rewarding at the end of it, but as far as like cutting metal, welding it, bending sheet metal, bead rolling and all that stuff, it's you see more of a, a progress as you go versus like bodywork, you know, you just, you have months. It's just so, such a slow transition. It is, it is. And you yeah. get, you get burnt out quick, man. You know, we've been doing the C10 at the shop right now that, you know, we're six months in on bodywork and it's just, I get to the shop and I don't even want to work on it because I'm so burnt out on it because yeah. I see it for the last six months. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, it's tough. It's and even tough. though even though every month it's making progress, when you see it every day, yeah. it's like watching paint dry. It's like watching a tree grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, gotta, when it, you gotta like walk away for a few months to come back. Like, oh, look at that. Yeah, like, yeah, like growing yeah, a garden. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're like, man, these plants aren't getting any bigger. And then yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, there they are. <laughs> you know, you know, the customer walks in and, and sees it. You know, they they see the progress because they haven't seen it in a few months. You know, yeah. but it's just. It's well, ho- hopefully they've been gone for a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bugging, not bugging you every <laughs> day. Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee you have those customers too, man. Yeah, and I think we all do. But in every trade, and every industry, and everything. But yep. I can only imagine on the custom side of it. And it's always interesting on the on for the custom stuff that the pressure they put on you sometimes. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I mean, so we have like the classic car division in air quotes, right? And it's just nice because it's something that's a little more relaxed. We get a lot of, you know, moms that come in with broke down minivans. Yeah, yeah. Like I need to take my kids to school tomorrow. Yeah, it's a priority. Like we're going to yeah, get you. You we're have to get, have your car. We get, yeah. We're going to get yeah, you yeah. going. Yeah. Um, and to change that kind of pace to like, hey, I just want to do it. You know, I got this Mustang. I want to just break conversion. Like, rad, let's do it. Like, yeah, that's easy. It's bolt on. There's no pressure, but I get ones that come in and it's like, hey, I got to have this back by this weekend. Like, for what? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. It's, it's not like you're going to a show. You're just going to have it sitting in your garage. It's right. like everyone else, you know? Yeah. Like, what, what, yeah. And they do. They get yeah, pick yeah. it up and they can take it right back and put it yeah. in the garage. Yeah. Like, what was the whole, yeah. what was yeah. the deal? Yeah. <laughs> what was the fire? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. We have uh, we have customers like that, man. You know, they, the TV shows has honestly ruined, ruined a lot of- I could see that. Uh, you know, our- uh, I don't even know how you put it, you know, it just, it, it's ruined the vision of it because, you know, they see these TV shows, they can get it done in two weeks, you know, and, and they expect that from you. And it's, you know, like two weeks, man, it's, you, you spend two weeks just color sand and buffing a car. You yeah. Know? Two weeks just, just researching what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. I can only know? imagine, you know. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people try to push you that way because they do see it on TV. They don't see you don't see the real life, you know, how long it takes to sand bond or do metal work to get doors lined up, you know, it's just, you know. And that's one thing I've learned too with, with body work, just with the small amount is don't do it for one. That's my step one. I, I keep telling myself the same thing, dude. <laughs> and, and here we are still doing it. Like step one for me is like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, because 
I mean, you're a very meticulous guy. Yeah. I mean, you you do the work that's like the where it needs to be. Yeah. And you see a lot of body shops, I guess, or guys paint their cars, and it's like you start. I mean, it's easy to find all the faults. Yeah. Right. Once yeah, it's yeah. painted. Yeah. And you get to the point where there is no faults. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to get to that level is like there is no book for that. No. There is no, no like just, YouTube video for yeah. that. It's just there's, experience, yeah. man. Years yeah. and years of doing it, you know, and you know, that's well, years and years uh, of mistakes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I've I grew up doing this stuff and you know, I learned on my own stuff because I couldn't afford to pay someone that to, to do a car for me or, you know, do motors or bodywork paint or wiring, you know, like we grew up poor, so we had to learn it, you know. I wanted to learn it. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, like like you were like you were saying, it's it's learning my mistakes back then made me, <laughs> you know, the person I'm just, I'm so OCD about stuff, you know, and, and, and you kind of have to be in this industry because these guys are paying 40 to $50,000 just for bodywork and paint. And, you know, they, it, nothing's perfect. Nothing yeah. ever will be perfect, but you strive to be, try to be perfect. Yeah. You know, and, and these guys just want their trucks perfect and flawless, man. And, you know, it's just, it's, <laughs> it burns you out. Yeah, you I can see that. I just, I get burnt out even just thinking about it, you know. It's a lot of meticulous work. Yep. And that kind of rolls into like the financial side of it too. Well, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's important, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to get paid for what you do. You yeah. Know? I mean, and I've said it before, but, and I don't want to say like it's easy, but it's a lot more cut and dry for, for, you know, our general auto yeah, repair side, yeah, yeah, yeah. our general service, our GS is like something comes in, we can find the time on it. We can quote out the job. We can quote out the part. We put our margin on it. We hire technicians. They say, we say, hey, you need it done and under this time. If you do, yeah, yeah. then you're an efficient technician and we can pay you this much. Because you guys have an actual program for that, correct? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, most shops do and yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, I don't know. I couldn't imagine running a GS shop and not have some yeah, yeah, some yeah. sort yeah, of yeah. playbook. Yeah, yeah. I know there's guys out there that still write written hand had invoices, and no. they've had the same guy for 20 years, and it yeah. worked for him, you know. Yeah, but yeah. if I were to hire a technician tomorrow, and I didn't have a way of gauging what he can do, I'd be pulling my hair out because yeah. you know, anytime you're standing around, I'm like, what's going on? And if you don't have a metric to say, you know, hey, I gave you 40 hours of flag time this week or book time in yeah, quotes, yeah. and and you did you know 30 hours or 50 hours. Like, do I, like, how do you even gauge where to pay them? So, yeah. yeah, you have to have some sort of metric. Yeah. But on, on like the custom stuff, there is no, hey, this paint job on this 57 Chevy should take 300 hours or yeah. whatever it is, yeah, you yeah. know? So it's like, how do you even gauge that? Especially for a new guy that comes in, you, you have no way of gauging how to pay him or what his experience is. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, that's, it's such a, it's so rough, man. <laughs> it's tough. And, you know, I, honestly, I think that's why it's hard to find people because it's, you know, everyone thinks they're a car builder or, you know, they want to learn it or, or they say they learn it. But, you know, I always. It's very, it's very romantic. It is. You it's know? a very romantic thought for it, sure. Exactly. You know, and, and I tell everyone, you know, when I try to hire someone, I, <clears throat> I tell them to come in, you know, for a week. You know, I'm not going to hire you, but I want you to come in for a week on your days off. I'll pay you for your time, but show me what you know. Yeah. You know, instead of, because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste theirs. 
you know, come in and show me what you know. If right. you don't know it, you know, sorry, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't have the time to teach people right now, which sucks. You know, I'd, I'd love to teach some young kid, some young motivated kid that wants to learn this industry, but we're so busy and it's, it's hard to, yeah. hard to stop what you're doing. And that, that really translates over to a lot of just, I mean, everybody. Yeah. Other than dealerships, I think most indie shops, most independent shops, general yeah. service. I'd, I'd like to get a kid out of high school too and have yep. him come in and, yep. you know, I think we're a lot of in this industry on the auto repair side is, is looking into different ways of, of incorporating that because yeah. we all do. We all yeah. want the new generation to yeah, learn yeah. this stuff. Yep. And so it doesn't die. Like you yeah. said, keep the, keep it alive. Exactly. exactly. Um, but we, we get so busy. It's like, I, I, I can't, yep. like yep. my time is very valuable yep. and you hired someone, you train them and then they leave or yep. they stop showing up or, yeah. and man, it's like, it is so hard to like wrap your mind around investing that kind of time yep. and it's funny because you can invest money right that's not that big of a deal but you start investing your time oh, yeah. and it changes everything yeah time you, don't, you can't get your yeah. time back no you no. can make more money yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah as soon time's, as you start giving yeah. your time to somebody time's limited man <laughs> and you you've know. done it and i'm sure you've done it enough where you've hired somebody you start showing them the and the ropes yep get them and then all of a sudden they, they leave you hanging yep. and you're like all the time, man. You just get all bitter about yeah. it. You can't yeah. help yourself. But like, dude, like, I, I can't keep doing this, yep. right? No, but you exactly. don't have a choice either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? You know, it just, you can't get so hard-headed about it that you don't want to hire anyone. Right. You know? so it's, Stop searching. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, because over the years I've learned you can't do it by yourself. You know? I've, oh, there's I've, no way. I've tried, you know, and it's, you cut yourself in and you start stressing yourself out. So it's just, you know, it's, you got to have people, you got to yeah. have, you know, not Pacific people, you know, Pacific people that just do their certain jobs, you know, like with me, I, I do a little bit of everything. I know a little bit of everything just over the years. I had to learn this stuff because I couldn't find people, you know, and I came to realize I'm not going to find someone that knows a little bit about wiring, body work, motor work, you know, fabrication, sheet metal, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to find someone that's well-rounded, you know? Um, but then again, it's hard to find people that just know fabrication or even body work to the extent that we do, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough industry out there, man. It's, it's, uh, I find these guys that, that that been in the industry, but they're set in their ways and and don't want to make the jump, you know. And, yeah, and they don't want to better themselves, you know. They're just they're stuck in their ways and they're content with life, you know. And it's tough, you know. And when you're talking about touching on the education side and, and learning that, for anyone listening that might be wanting to move into the custom building side, school of hard knocks for you. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, dude. Yeah. You know, I didn't go to school for it whatsoever. You know, we grew up. Well, we did auto shop together a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That was pretty yeah, much yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in yeah. high school, fifteen, yeah. twenty years ago, oh, something dude. like that. I know what graduations. <laughs> you want to do the math real quick? Dude, I don't know. Sixteen years, dude. <laughs> it's insane, bro. You no know, time slime, but no, you know, there's a. I didn't go to school for it, you know, and honestly, I didn't want. Well, there's really, you know, like say in your industry, you can go to school for 
doing what you do and learn the basics of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can go to Quest and learn the basics of body work, but, you know, they they teach more of the collision side of, right. of things. And yeah. You get the aspect of it. You know, you can you can bring that into the custom world, but, you know, just I learned just by doing it. Messing yeah, there's the so many there's so many yeah. tricks of, like, the trade, in yeah. a sense, when yep. it comes to, like, custom building stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, I don't yep. even have the, the mental capacity for me to start <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> so i could totally understand someone's like you said set in their ways like yeah i don't know like that's rough man yeah it's yeah, like yeah. unless you were brought up into it it's extremely difficult yeah. to like try to learn all those different aspects oh, yeah. you know yeah you know and it's took me years you know i'm i'm 34 and you know i've i grew up around hot rods you know old cars my dad grew up in uh wilmington you know in the 50s so he's he was always into the low rider stuff and that's how I got brought up in it, you know, and, and, uh, just, I don't even know what we were just talking about train of thought. Um, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. Yeah. Long, yeah. long few weeks, actually. Long, so, long year so far. Huh? Dude. Yeah. This year's almost halfway over or it is halfway over, but, uh, yeah, just, just learning the basics and getting into like that field of like being able to, obtain the the knowledge to get every aspect of building a vehicle because we're talking about taking a car or a vehicle or truck or whatever you would and all the way down oh yeah basically building it back up from literally the frame up the ground up yeah from nuts and bolts you know and and not sparing any expense and really diving in and and you can have yeah you get trained on like auto repair you can learn what the sensors are supposed to be like. Yeah. But it does take experience to get to the point where you're like, I've seen this this many times. Uh, when I see this sensor reading or this data, you know, for fuel trims, it puts you in a direction for what the problem might be like if it's a vacuum leak or, or what have you. So learning the basics is, like you said, getting the basic um, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the collision industry. You learn how to put Bondo on and sand oh, it for off. Sure, for sure. You know, but learning those other tricks that makes that car a $40,000 paint job versus an $80,000 paint job, there isn't $40,000 more of material. No, no. (laughs) It's It's $40,000 more of knowledge. Yeah, your time, your time going into that. And that's such a huge step, like for guys that are trying to build a car or wanting to get in the building industry, it's like, you just don't achieve that overnight. No. And you you can open a shop and start doing timing belts, transmission replacements, engine replacements. You can open a shop tomorrow and do that. Yeah. Right? Yep. And as long as it starts and runs and leaves leaves the parking lot, oh, you get paid. Perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. But to take a car and, and then strip it down. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's yeah. You you're, better know you're, what you're doing. No, exactly. You know, and in especially if you have multiple vehicles in your shop, you know, and you gotta remember how stuff goes back together, what parts are for what, you know. Yeah. It's it's a tough gig, especially doing it by yourself, you know? Yeah, I couldn't imagine building the whole car by it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been tough, man. I've been serv- searching left and right, trying to find a few good guys and just haven't had any luck, you know? But, now, you know, it's... Yep. Go for it. I was going to say, back, back to the kind of the financial side of it, because I think yeah, that's, yeah. that's the interesting thing. Like, how does that quoting process, like, how, how, how do you even, like, quote something like that? I mean, I have, like... 
these quotes that I send out and if I'm like $10 over, I just, I just get hell for it. Right. Yeah. Like I got, <laughs> when we get an estimate, even though it's an estimate and it's supposed to be, this is, this is an estimate. I don't know if this is going to be what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm held to that standard. Oh like, yeah. This is, this is what, well, you said it was going to be $350 and now it's 375. It's no, like, no, that was an estimate. You know, you never, you never know what you're getting into until you get into it. Right. You know, but you, I mean, I, I don't even know how you would start with a quote, you know, <sighs> you know, it's, over the years, is everything's just been time and material, you know. Um, you know, I if someone wants kind of a ballpark price of, you know, doing a car, I kind of judge it off something I've done in the past. You know, say we did a '68 Camaro in the past that, you know, the guy had hundred ten thousand dollars in it from the ground up. You know, that, that putting on a rotisserie, doing the whole whole nine. You know, you can kind of give someone a, a ballpark price that way, but. You know, everyone's different. You know, everyone wants different motors, different rear ends, different wheels, you know. Just, and then it changes halfway through. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, you know, I just tell everyone it's, it's time and material, man. You know, give them a ballpark price is not even a price, just hourly what it's going to take for body work. You know, I've kind of learned over the years that, you know, I start my body work at 200 hours. You know, that's just starting. That's just to get into it. We'll probably be in the 400, but it's, you know, these, these guys, these guys, uh, always want to quote, but it, it, it's hard because every car is different. Say you go to blast a car and it's nothing but Bondo and rust and your price goes up because you didn't, you couldn't see that from the get go, you know, right. you know, you can't see what's under the paint until you get into it. You know, I mean, I guess you can go back and reassess your, your estimate, but, you know. Now, just, now the car's blown apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now they're like, oh, you know, well, you know, I don't want to do the car now because it's gone up 30 grand, you know. But it's, you just got to kind of have a, a good, strong backbone and tell these customers, man, you know, you're going to be up in the 100,000 all day long to do just a, a nothing 68 Camaro anymore. Yeah. You know, it's. You know, like the C10 we're doing, it's, it'll be every bit of 350, you know, the guy will have in it, you know, but it's, that's what he's striving for. You know, he wants the best of the best, you know, and, and some of these people, it, it, it doesn't matter to them, you know, they just want a gorgeous truck or a yeah. gorgeous car, you know. I feel like that's kind of the target market for you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you have, obviously, in every field every industry every subdivision of the auto industry you have the bottom feeders oh, yeah. right you're always going to the guy yeah. that's going to do the ls swap for 10 grand oh yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah yeah and so they go get a quote and it's you know oh well, so-and-so said they'll paint it for yeah but the, so what do you like what do you want do you want color on this car or do you want yeah. a paint job yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> do you want it a different color or do you actually want a paint yeah. job on yeah this you thing actually want it nice or you just want me to paint over all your dents you yeah know? you know <laughs> You know, it's, <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize, you know, the materials have gone up, you know, we used to get materials for maybe 1500 bucks, you know, but we can't even get primer for 1500 bucks anymore. You know, like I bought four gallons of primer the other day. It was $1,800 just for four gallons and we'll spray four gallons on a, a, a car all in one shot, you know, a gallon of coat and, and, you know, we'll be six to 10 grand and just materials. These Crazy. days, yeah, 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 you know, it's, and a lot of it just goes on the floor. Exactly, yeah. You're sanding a lot of, a lot of product off, but 
you know, that's how you get the car straight, you know, so. Yeah, it's cost the money to make it look good. Exactly. Laser straight. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that that's the differences between, like, having it done right and then just having a paint job. Oh, yeah. And this is like this, man, it just blows my mind, like, the amount of gray area there is in that. Yeah. Of, of like, quoting out for a build or have something painted, yeah. you yeah. know? It's and everybody tough. wants that high end. Everybody wants that like but, show car, but paint. no one wants to pay for it. Yeah, was yeah. it? They call it uh, champagne taste on a beer budget. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, right? yeah. I mean, and, you know, and everyone, it's, it, yeah, it's like that though. No, I know, I know, and it's tough, you know. And and I'm not the biggest business guy, you know. I've I've learned over the years to 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 deal with it. You know, if I could hire someone just to run the business for me, I would, you know, because I I, I like I like to work. That's yeah, I think that's the biggest the the biggest kind of I don't know what you call it. I don't know what the right word for it is. I guess the 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 awakening or like your eyes open up and you realize like what what do you want to do? Yeah. And it always reminds me of that uh you ever read that book The E-Myth? I think it was in the E-Myth. They no. talk about um they talk about the lady that opens a bakery and she just wants to bake cupcakes. Yeah. It's like, well, if you want to bake cupcakes, then go get a job baking cupcakes. But yeah, yeah. you're a business owner, so now you own a business. Yeah. 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 Like you, you don't, there's, there's you don't, a lot, you don't, lot more you're not a baker if you own the bakery. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more involved, you know, just owning the business or doing what you want to do. You know? Yeah. And there's but, a lot of skilled talent that end up owning a shop, owning a, you know, and they do really good work. But it's all over the place because they're trying to run the business, which is a full-time job, and then do their job oh, yeah. that they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Like in, in your position here, it's yep. like, I just want to like not deal with that stuff because yeah. I just want to build nice rides. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, the paperwork, you know, at night, you know, comes in a factor or, or ordering parts, you know, like your your eight-hour day comes into a 14-hour day, 16-hour days because – you have to do the other side of the business. Yeah. You know, that people don't see that. Oh know, man, ordering it, parts for you is like gotta be a, a dude, complete mess, right? It's, it's, it's a nightmare. How much time do you spend looking for parts? Probably three to four hours, you know, not, not, not every day, but you know, when we On do. On average? Yeah. You know, but even, just even doing paperwork, you know, I'm at the computer for a couple hours a night, you know, I, I hate to sit at a computer. You know, but how do you, it, how do you track your time? Like, so it's, it's time and material, but, um, I mean, do you just watch your phone? I mean, yeah, you know, it's for, for a long time. That's what I would do. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to manage the guys and I got my own projects, my own job. So I I'd do. go, okay, it's 1130 right now. Um, I'll run this till, till, you know, lunchtime, 1230. So I'll put an hour in right now. Yeah, yeah. But then like 10 minutes later, I get a phone call or someone walks in the shop and then all of a sudden I'm looking at the phone. It's 1145. It's like, so did I spend ten minutes talking to that guy, or fifteen minutes, yeah, exactly, or half hour, yeah. Like, how long have I actually been working on this no, car I that know. I can I, actually dude, get and, and that's a whole nother ball game in itself because it's, you know, as you know, you get calls constantly all day. You get mm -hmm. people walking in, or or your employees wanting to, hey, you know, what about this, or hey, I need a hand with this, you know, and and you can't build for that, you know, and so it's. You know, say I'm at the shop for 10 hours a day, you know, I'm only billing maybe six hours, seven hours on a customer's car because, because of that, yeah. you know, my phone rings or people come in and talk or, you know, um, you know, a customer comes in, you know, and just wants to bullshit. It's like, 
dude, it's like, I'm going to either charge you or you got to hit the road because I got to make money, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and, that, and that's been the biggest struggle over the years because your time's everything, man. You yeah. know, and a lot of people don't realize that. And, you know, it's, it, it goes back to working your ass off. You know, you work 10 hour days, 12 hour days, but you're only billing for six, you know, like, How's that fair for yourself? It's not. It, it, absolutely it, not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know. And every time, every time it's that hour a day, even if it's an hour a day, that's almost a full day at the end of the week that you e- just lost out on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now you're working Saturday to make yep. up. Yep. Yeah. You know, you, you start <laughs> you're not actually, working Saturday to get extra. You're working Saturday just to get just yeah, to make up. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and yep. you actually start writing that down and actually thinking about. It, you're like, man, you know, that's mind blowing. Yeah. You know, and it's. You know, it makes you think and it makes you want to change your ways, but it gets to the point where it's, I think to myself, I'm like, how do I change that? You know, to get employees, you know, which I've been trying to, but being, being the business owner, you're always going to have the phone calls. Yeah. You're always going to have the paperwork. You're right. always going to have people want to come in and talk to you. Right. You know, so it's like, how do you get away from that? You know, yeah. you know, just lock your doors not answer your phone you know yeah, it's, and, then, and then four four weeks down the road you're like how come i don't have any work ex- you know, exactly like, exactly you know, so it's, just, it's you know it's that's such a struggle dealing with in that situation yeah you know it's it's you just kind of deal with it and kind of make ends meet you know we're not out of here making millions you know we're making making ends meet you yeah. know we have we have our toys and you know kind of do what we kind of do and we come and go as we please, but you got to be self-disciplined too, you know? And, yeah. And it, it's been tough, man. It's yeah, been the, tough. The, the whole custom aspect just, it's it's intriguing to me because I just, there's not a lot of information out there on how to how to run it. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's, like, it's trial and error for sure, dude. Yeah. You know? But like on the business side of it, yeah. you know, because like over the years, I've, I've definitely transitioned more away from like the technicalities of like the auto repairs that are coming in and started really focusing on the technicalities of like the business. And it's like, at first you don't even know what that is. Yeah. Like, like, what do you mean work on, you know, what do you mean work on the business, not in the business? Like, yeah. and like I slowly been making that transition to like monitor the time and like track the employees, yeah. you know, productivity and efficiency yeah, yeah. and, and then my own efficiency and productivity. Yeah. yeah. And as then, you're trying to work on everyone else. Yeah. As you know, I was like, yeah, and you yeah. just realize you're yeah. like, I just can't, you gotta like, something's gotta give, you gotta yeah. stop doing something, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. But the small amount I've, you know, I, I work with, with some of this cause it's like, I gotta be, I gotta be involved with these cars. You oh know? yeah, for sure. Cause like you said, I have very skilled technicians here in the shop and they're very good at general auto repair. But when it comes into some of the custom stuff, like I really need to oversee it. Yeah. You have and to not say it. like I'm trying to micromanage it, but it's no, like, no, no. it's but like, it's, yeah, you get it. I mean, but it's, it's like, also your name on it. You yeah. know, like if it goes out the door and it breaks down or a wheel falls off, like, but there's no playbook for them to go by. There's no torque specs. There's no exactly. You get a brake kit from CPP or whatever, and you put it on. It's like they don't give you instructions. No, it's like, <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, you know, figure it out. You know, figure it out. Here's but, everything you need. It'll yeah, work. Yeah. Like, it but then again, work. you know, you've done probably quite a handful of them. So Set enough know. to know where most of the stuff's exactly, go. exactly. Yeah. So you know, that's why you know you you overlook your employees. You know, it's it's but uh, but you can't do that on the daily because no. no then what are you doing with your time? You yeah. Said, you know, yeah. You're, time you're, 
you got to do something with your time other than just like falling everywhere around like a mother hen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and when I did have employees, you know, I, you know, I, they'd constantly come get me. Hey, what about this? What about that? It's like, you know, you're supposed to have a, a special talent, you know, and qualities that, you know, like I trusted you hiring you, you know, so you make the judgment, you know, if it's, if, if it's like life or death, you know, come get me. But it's like, dude, you're taking me away from what I'm doing, what I need to do throughout the day yeah, to help you. You know, it's, that's tough. Yeah, it, yeah. Dude, it's, you know, being I know a business, exactly how you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, being a business owner, it's, it's not for the weak, dude. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that. Well, not, a, not so much that, but just like in the field that you're going down. Oh yeah. Um, not only is there a technician shortage, but to find someone with the skill level that yeah. you have is, yeah. man, I mean, I hope you do, and I think you will. Yeah. It, you know, everything takes time. It takes know? time, but it's- You just keep pushing for it and just keep looking, man, you know. But, you know, who knows? Eventually, maybe I'll just have to buckle down and, and teach someone that's motivated to, to learn this stuff, you know. Yeah. But, you know, that goes back to, you know, everyone wants to learn how to build cars or be in the hot rod industry, you know, but- they don't know what a crescent wrench is or a, a an in wrench or a socket, you know. Yeah. They, they don't know the general mechanic skills. It's like how how do you teach someone that? You know, you know, it's a lot of this industry, not even industry, just this generation, they're just so stuck to their phones. You know. It's, yeah, YouTube, it's, everything, Google, everything. Dude. So <laughs> I mean you get a lot of like YouTube certified, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean on that note, I mean taking some of these vehicles that people have like probably got into way over their head. Yeah. You got any like good horror stories, something that you've seen before that's come in? Like you got to see something that's, that's come Dude. by. They're just like, what are you thinking? Dude, right? it's, it's uh nothing ever surprises me anymore, dude. You know, <laughs> that's I, the bottom dude, line. <laughs> dude, it's, you know, it, there's a lot of people out there just putting a, a, a a bandaid on stuff just to make it look good and get it out the door. You know, yeah. I've, I've seen chicken wire and cars. I've, I, I've seen duct tape over holes with Bondo over it. Just, you know, it just, nothing ever surprises you anymore because there's not a, there's a lot of back, backyard builders these yeah. days. And, you know, people thinking, thinking they know how to build a car or even do transmission work or yeah. motor work, you know, it's just, but you get what you pay for. You know, that goes back to people not wanting to pay, not not necessarily top dollar, but what it's worth, you know. Yeah. So they want to go to the cheaper side, and, and that's when you do get your horror stories, you know. And, uh, dude, I just, I don't even know where to start with a horror story, <laughs> you know. Just, well, like we were talking about earlier, you know, Barrett-Jackson. I had a customer, bought a 32 coupe from Barrett-Jackson. Beautiful car on the outside. Black badass car we start getting into it and the body was just wasn't even attached to the chassis you know and i started looking over this car and i told him it's not safe to drive you know he he wanted me to move the seat back because he was a taller gentleman and i i started getting into this thing i'm like dude like this this ain't safe to drive like i can't let it leave my shop dude like i've had my hands on it and i, and I brought him over and showed him you know what was going on but i started pulling the floor up there's chicken wire holding the holding the 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 metal to the wood you know there's foam covering stuff it's just it's just the amount of stuff that people do 
just to make a buck, it's mind blowing. Yeah, that's it, that's the problem with with the industry and yeah. why everyone thinks we're all ripping everybody off, it, right? It, yeah, and that's where it goes. You know, yeah. it one person puts a bad name in everyone's mouth. You know, yeah, it's, just the small percentage that there is, yep. it just spreads like wildfire, and everyone thinks, "Oh, that's what you're doing." Yeah, ripping yeah, me yeah. off. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, why are you charging me so much? Yeah, but we're out here. You know, little as they know, we just want to take care of the customer and and, and have them in a safe car. You yeah. know, and you know, we we grow up from a small town. You know, yeah. you do one bad mistake, people are going to know it for the rest of their life. You oh, know? yeah. yeah. You, know, <laughs> you don't get away with anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, especially in a small town. So we've yeah. always strived to, to be good, you know, and treat people right. You know? I just don't, I don't think there was another option. No. That's the bottom line. No, exactly. It wasn't a conscious decision, right? Yeah. No. Like there's just, there isn't another way. Like, ooh. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, like, it, what's the way of putting this floorboard in? Oh, use some chicken wire and screw yeah, it. Like, yeah, it's not even yeah, a thought process. No, exactly. Like, I mean, I always think of doing something. It's like, would I do this to my own vehicle? No, no. So I'm not going to do it to someone else's. You right. Know, especially getting paid for it. Nah. Especially if they're giving you money for it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I've always wanted my name out there and my name to be good. You know, and be well known. You know, and try to strive to strive for that you know? yeah. and, and you can't do that doing shot work shoddy work yeah know? yeah the amount of yeah it, it's it is amazing and and there's nothing wrong with like a diy maybe the kid you know being taught by their dad yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. they're maybe screwed in the wrong direction yeah, yeah. and some of it's maybe a little bit of ignorance you know yeah i mean if you don't know you don't know what you don't know no you yeah know i mean but, hey, you know but there's, you de- learn, there's you definitely know? a line in the sand where it's like this is definitely not Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. you, you don't. Have <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like chicken wire is not supposed to go in a car, dude. It's supposed to be for a chicken pin. You know. <laughs> Come on. You know. Like that's ha- not correct. Yeah. Like house foam. Come on, dude. You know. Yeah, that's that's tough too, because I mean, people are always looking for a new car, and the auction is always something that scares everybody. Yeah. And they're looking, and it's like, what's like? How do you even catch something like that before getting it into a shop to inspect it? Before I mean, pulling the carpet up, before doing that kind of stuff. It's you like, really can't, You just man. can't, right? You got to honestly trust trust this other people's judgment or, you know, their their loyalty, you know, if them selling the car, you know. It's just it's hard to trust people anymore because of that because so many people's gotten burnt, yep. you know, especially in, in the car industry, you know. You know, these guys spending you know, hundred to $200,000 on a truck that is just going to fall apart when you do 80 miles an hour down the freeway, you know, it's just, but it's, it's like, I guess if you go a private party sale, you can actually get into it and start looking into it. But these auctions, like, how do you do it? Like you said, like you can't, you, can't. you gotta, you gotta trust someone's judgment, you know, and <laughs> there's not a lot of good people out of this world anymore, man. Yeah, I know? just, I just think you really have to think when you're buying a custom vehicle or yeah. something that's been restored. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to have a price tag on it. But you it's know, it's got to have a big price tag on it. Yeah, it? you know, and and that goes back to the price of things. You know, like I've always told customers, like, you know, you tell them, say it's going to be a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars to build a car. You know, they're like, holy crap, that much? I'm like, hey, you know, if it's too much, why don't you just go buy someone else's project that's already dumped, say, 50 grand in, 60 grand in, and start there? Because as well as you know, you start a project, say you buy $50,000 worth of parts, 
you'll never get $50,000 back out of it. Right. You know, it's just the way it goes, you know, and, you know, you might be able to sell it for 15000 you know, and I tell, tell these customers all the time, you know, that's your best route if you don't want to go spend. Starting from scratch. Exactly. Just you know? buy, but just get something someone's already dumped, invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the lost. The investment they've already made. And, and lost their, you know, uh, steam to keep going, you know, to dump money in this project. Yeah, how many know? of those must you come through, man? A lot, dude. I mean, a lot. I think that's that's the biggest thing I hear. Yep. You know? Yep. And I've, I mean, I get them in here all the time. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not here to finish your project. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, no. <laughs> No, yeah, because I have my own personal project. Exactly, yeah, because he <laughs> never. I, well, you you get into it, and the other person maybe did some shitty work that you have to fix. Yeah. Then the customer can't justify paying you because he already paid the other guy for it. You oh know? my it's, god, yeah, dude, it's just a, it's a vicious circle, man. Yeah, you know, I can only imagine the amount of that you got to go through, dude. It's like because if someone did body work, say they spent ten grand doing body work, and of course that's not going to be finished. You're not going to take it and throw color on that. No. You're going to no. take it all the way back down to metal. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, what if they left some surface rust on the metal, you know, and say you do go paint it and three years down the road, it's bubbling <clears throat> because the rust is coming through. It's, that's on you. Yeah, that's you. You know, so, you know, when stuff comes in like that, it's like, I just tell them I have to start from scratch to guarantee my work. Bottom line. Yeah. You know, because it's your name on it and they see the finished product and that's that. Yeah. You know. So. Doesn't matter what happened before. No, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Does not matter. No, nope. Who touched it before? And that's another thing I think we both can kind of uh, relate to is is that whole like uh, whoever touched it before it just doesn't matter. How however much money they spent at any other <laughs> shop in the meantime before they came to you seems to somehow quantify a discount, right? Exactly. exactly. Like I've already spent a thousand dollars and no one can figure this out. And it's like. So now I'm your last option yeah. to figure out this code. Yeah. And you want a discount yeah. <laughs> because you've already yeah. it's, it's like, how go does that back work? to the other shop. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go talk to them anymore. Yeah. What do you mean you don't want to go talk to them? Yeah. They just stole a bunch of money. How come I can't just steal money from you? And, be yeah. and like, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we're not those guys. But you know, yeah. How yeah. am I the one to figure it out? But I got to be the honest guy too at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? No, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah. People are a trip, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, and it's not I, it's not I, all the time I, but it's it's amazing how dude, the how we can both relate to that on oh, like yeah. two totally separate sides of the spectrum you know what i mean oh for sure and for it's sure. like it's just like it doesn't matter yeah like what part of it or even customer service in general it's just something you deal with yeah, yeah. you know but i could only imagine the amount of like pain that must be yeah. to take a car that Someone dumped that kind of money into, and you're like, "Well, I'm starting from scratch." So, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, and, and that comes back to, you know, I have I have people that came up to me, you know, and say they wanted a car built or, or just just you know, little stuff, you know, and and you kind of give them a price, you know, it, say it's five to ten grand to do some. Oh, that's just way too much money. Well, they take it to you know, Joe Blow in the alley that mm-hmm. did it for five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. And it's screwed up. Now they're coming back to you. Now mm-hmm. you have to fix their mess up, you know. And it's like now it's going to be double because I have to cut all their work out or whatever they did and fix their mess up yep. and do it right, right myself. So it's like, you know, just a lot of people just need to realize, do it right one time and be done with. Yeah, and it, I've always said that too. When you've like picked, when you like 
when you invest into somebody because there's a it gets shaky a little bit right especially if someone's never met you and they bring you a car they want you to build it yeah had a good conversation the bids there whatever and you move it on and then all of a sudden two months down the road um there's this new price or this new thing and all of a sudden there's this distrust that comes out of nowhere yeah. and all of a sudden they don't trust you out of yeah. nowhere right yeah. and they're like wait a second here and then they start calling you out on this or they want to double check your price and it's like look yeah. you you made this decision like follow through with it yep. like yeah, exactly. you trusted me like let's like continue with this process yep. like yep. where did where did this even come from yeah you know and it, and it really circles into like the like l- losing your freedom because you're losing your vehicle and lo- and then you get this emotional tie to your vehicle because it, it, it you know, it represents something more than just a car oh, yeah, to most sure. people. Yeah. And then especially with the emotional side of it, you get a lot of vehicles that are probably very sentimental, yep, yep. you know? And yep. so there's a lot of emotions behind this and, uh, Man, and then they get a lot of money, and yeah. money is emotional. Oh yeah, the, for sure. <laughs> the finances yeah. are yeah. emotional yeah. to everybody in the world. Exactly. So exactly. you get this vehicle that's emotional, sentimental. You get the money tied into yeah. it, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you get this distrust because yeah. something didn't go exactly the way the way it was they commu- wanted. Yeah, the way they wanted yeah. to, even though yeah. it was communicated very clearly how it was going to go. Exactly. You know how that always changes. Yep. Like yeah, they, it always does. A couple months later, the conversation that they remember wasn't the conversation you actually had. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you no, dealt with that. Yeah, dude, and so then you get the 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 yelling and the cussing and the screaming, yeah. and it's like, where is this even coming from right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Luckily, I've never been to that point. You know, we've always tried to be be cut and dry. You know, but like you said, there, there's always product increase. There's always Stuff they're gonna change, you know, and and dude, it's it comes down to people. They just need to trust you, you know. Yeah. It's it's uh, you've made a commitment. I, you got to just really follow through. And this know, is like it, a big one. I mean, it's almost like, and you're talking big numbers. You're talking house renovation oh, numbers. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is not yeah, like yeah. this yeah. isn't just like oh replacing an alternator replacing a transmission this yeah. Is, yeah yeah this you know, is you know hundreds of thousands of dollars you yeah. know and, <laughs> and and being so young you know being in my mid-30s you know you don't get a lot of respect from these older generation because you are so young i could see that you know and it and that was tough you know <laughs> first starting out because they'd rather talk to a 50 year old that doesn't or, know anything exactly yeah Versus, you know, some young 20-year-old that's, you know, going to build a $100,000 car for you, yeah. you know? And, you know, it, it was tough growing up because because of that, you know? You didn't get the respect from the older generation. But, you know, the... Yeah, but the, you, learned to, uh, you learned to earn it. You have to. You didn't, you know? yeah, you mean, didn't, bow, you didn't bow and you're like, hey, you know what? Screw this. Like, no oh, one yeah. trusts me. Like, yep. But you knuckled down and were like, you know what? I'm yep. going to do what it takes. Yep. To earn the respect instead of being like, oh, you know what? Screw it. And, you know, I think that's part of the generational gap right now. Is like if you can't walk into a shop right out of like ITT. And I I mean, I don't mean to say like a negative connotation to anybody that's getting into a trade school. (laughs) Like go to school. Go to school. Yeah, exactly. But learn something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But But there is definitely like that pull of like, oh, I've been here for a year. How come I'm not the manager? How come I'm not getting the good jobs? How oh, come yeah. I'm not holding the paint gun right now? No, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been here for a year. Like, dude, you, you got to put some in licks, the, man. Put in the time. Put in the yeah. time. It, it, take some of the shit, man. Like, tell, have someone tell you you're not doing a good job, 
and then come back the next day and work harder. Exactly. Not exactly. like go home and say you got to take a personal day yeah. off because like you hurt, got your feelings hurt. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> or, you know, hey, I broke my my pinky. I can't come to work today. You know, it's, you know, just, yeah. you, you got to work hard and be humble, dude. Yeah. You know, and, and you probably get that a lot too where they want to walk in and walk right into the paint booth, right? Uh, dude, it, all the time. <laughs> and, and honestly, I've never had anyone paint for me. It's always been myself because that's the final product. You know, it has to be flawless. You know, but well, that's the top of the food pyramid for you, right? Yeah, you know, you know, and I get a lot of people walking in, say they want fifty bucks an hour. It's like, dude, like you're only worth twenty, you know. But you know, they see everything you have, you know, say a nice truck or you have an old car, you know, but they don't see the other side of how many years you've worked your ass off to get to where you're at. Yeah. You know, you know, it, they want it overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't come overnight, dude. Yeah. You know, you, you got to put in the time. You know, I've learned from, had a few good mentors growing up in high school and all that stuff that old hot rodders that own shops and, and that's the best advice I've, I've gotten from them. Put in the time. You know, don't, don't act like you know everything because you don't. There's always going to be someone out there better than you. Mm-hmm. Always. You know, you put in the time. And at first, <clears throat> putting in the time, growing up, I didn't charge like I do now because I didn't know, I didn't have all the info back then that I do now, yeah. you know? So how do you justify charging when you don't know something, Yeah, you know? And, and that's the problem with a lot of people these days. They think they can charge 80 bucks an hour when they first start out not knowing anything, you know? With me, I'm just, I'm super humble and I, I like to be fair. You yeah. know, it, uh, you try to justify your cost. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the problem with this generation these days. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's a double edged sword, like 100%. Cause I know exactly what you mean. Um, and I'll kind of correlate that over to like, um, like an advanced assessment for me, advanced diagnostic, if yeah. you will. I feel like sometimes I spend a lot of time, and this isn't, I don't think this is just me. I think this is kind of like across the industry. You spend a lot of time researching, oh, yeah. right? You get something coming with an engine light, um, especially now. We get ADAS coming out. There, I mean, none of us have, I mean, you could be a technician for 25, 35, 40 years. I don't care. You don't know anything about ADAS. It's impossible because it's brand new. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the driver assistance systems, right? Yeah, like, everything's evolving, dude. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Right. Every day. And you can use your experience and yeah, somebody with 30 years of experience is going to navigate it probably a little better than someone fresh out of school. No, exactly. But not by much. No. You know, because they're just out of school and they're just learned, they just learned about this stuff, right? Well, the older generation is so stuck in their ways yeah, too. That's part you know, of it too. And, yeah. and they don't want to learn the yeah. technology either, yeah. you know? <laughs> that could be part of it <laughs> like too. Like me, you know, it was, it was hard to learn the technology, dude, yeah. you know, to, <laughs> but, to, to step forward in this, this computer world, dude. So. But yeah, back, I mean, back to the point of like taking like that system and like having to research it, is that fair to charge the client for that research? And I feel like that was sometimes with, with a, with a vehicle that's maybe been around for 10 or 15 years, but it's a new repair to me. I mean, yep. you know, just as well as I do, you get something new every day. Oh yeah. You don't, I mean, that's the reason why we do this because you yep. get something new and exciting every day. We, we would 
you know, drive ourselves nuts if we just did like the same water pump or the same oh, freaking I, I, paint yeah. job or the same freaking whatever. Like I'd be you, working at Costco if I did that every yeah, day, dude. Like, I couldn't do it. Stocking shelves, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the whole lure is doing something different every day. But in that sense, like you're kind of required as being a technician or being an auto body tech or being a custom builder, like to just know this stuff off the top of your head, like, you know, yeah. like, and I'm sure you feel that way. You feel like when someone asks you something, you feel like you have this, this need to like, like, oh, I should know that. Like yeah. if someone says, hey, can I put an LS swap in this uh, 56 Chevy truck, right? Yeah. It's like, what do I need? And you, I mean, there's got to be a little part of you that's like, I should know exactly what you should need, right? Yeah, you know, it, you know, everything's relevant. You know, yeah. like a, every truck needs a water pump or a motor mounts, tranny mounts, you know, right. exhaust, you know, everything's right. kind of relevant. But, but, but I mean, yeah. like getting into like knowing that stuff, you're going to have to sit down for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And research like. Oh, for sure. What am I going to need? Yeah. Is it easier to buy a kit that's just going to bolt this thing in or is it be easy for me to just to build the mounts? Yeah. Like you've got to do a little bit of a cost comparison, right? But is that something that should be charged to your clients? Like, hey, I got, had to take a little bit of time to research. But in the back of your mind, you're also thinking, well, they came to me because I'm supposed to be the expert. How do I charge them f- to research this stuff being that they were expecting me to know it? Does that make sense? You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, so, know, so it's like there's like that weird like – Man, should I like? Can I really justify charging? That? I know, it's like I, I think a hundred percent yes. Like, you know, especially well, this time in this day and age, and this like area of your knowledge that you've gained over the last decade or so, oh, yeah. and for anybody that's been in it for a decade, like you're just using what you've learned to do the research, and and you should definitely be charging a little bit for that research. Oh yeah, you, you know, know it times everything. You know, it, time like you said earlier you can't get your time back dude yeah you know and and it's not your project they, it's their project exactly you know but they're coming to you for your experience you yeah. know we're constantly learning yeah um like but they're coming to you for I, the knowledge of like actually assemble it but the research that sticks behind it to like learn this stuff. I mean, I'm sure you have new paint products, new body oh, yeah. products. It's, it's constantly, constantly, dude. constantly it's constant. evolving yep. and new stuff coming out. And, and you got to learn this stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. and it's, and if you don't, then <laughs> you're, you're light years behind in this no, day. Cause there's I know. so many new t- advances. Yep. And so and, I think that's the biggest, the kind of conversation is like, and, and I'm just curious how that would translate over to the custom side of like, Man, like, there's got to be so much, so much time involved, especially right. in what you do. Yeah. You know, to just learn how to use these new tools, these new techniques, these new whatever's coming out. And do you add that on to your, to your time and material? Cause I feel like you should. Like, if I'm, yeah. cause if I'm getting a custom car built, I want all the latest and greatest, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, and I would, I would expect the guy building it to kind of be, at that point, at that level of like, I know all the latest and greatest. Yep. But the only way he's going to do that is spending his time to research that. Exactly. And I should have no problem paying for that. Yep. Like you, you've, you've spent all this time, like put that on my bill, like whatever, yep. whatever it took for you to learn, whatever the, the latest is. Cause I don't want. Because they wanted that, you know? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want this LS swap that's t- 10 years down the pipe. Like, yeah. hey, the, I saw there was this new, you know. LT4, LT5. Whatever, you know, whatever, yeah, you know, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. the new, you, yeah. you, and you're at a car show and you pop your hood and you see the guy next to you, you're like, like oh, hey, what's that? Like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's the new whatever. And it's like, oh, I wanted that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. so it's like stay up to date with that stuff. It's like, it's such a correlation, such a transition that you, or, you know, um, 
kind of a common ground. I think we could say it's the same thing as far as keeping research because oh, yeah. I'm also expected to know and have all the latest scan tool information and have the new security link for the Rams that, so I can even access the PC. I'm like, <laughs> someone comes in and they're like, hey, can you clear the codes? It's like, actually, um, I have to pay a subscription just to clear codes on in, you know on these new rams it's See, like that's mind-blowing dude yeah but know? i can't just i can't i mean I, I guess i could have the conversation with them but it's like i'm expected to have that stuff oh yeah like exactly. i'm expected to have that scan tool because i'm an auto shop and i should be able to get in yep. there and yep. i can't just be like hey i gotta charge you know, 120 dollars plus my 150 dollars inspection because i gotta pay for the subscription from the yeah. dealer to yeah. access your computer information yeah. it's like well, you're supposed to have that because you're yeah. the auto shop you know yeah. like no you exactly. know, does that make sense like, no exactly and, and that goes back to running the business you know it, it takes a lot of a lot of money you know for stuff like that you yep. know that that's the other side that people don't see oh yeah you know and it's uh that's the iceberg that's under the water exactly it, it, dude <laughs> that's straight the, that's up. the big part you know? yeah you know they see they, they see you own a shop oh cool you know you're making a bunch of money you know say you're making a hundred dollars an hour but in all rowdy you're maybe making 30 bucks an hour by the end of the day because you're you're paying for you know, all your scan tool stuff, all the, all the licenses you have to have your, you know, your insurance, you know, your shop rent, you know, that's the stuff that people don't, exactly, you know, that's a lot of, goes back to the employees too. They don't, they don't see that either, you know? Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, everybody. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the the good ones know it and appreciate it. Exactly. They've been through it. Yeah. And they don't want to deal with it. No, so and that's why they're and that's why they're, they're good technicians. Yeah, you know? and that's why they're working for you. You know, but yeah, so the ones you can weed out pretty quickly are the ones that are like exactly have that mentality. Exactly. Of like, oh wow, you're making 180 dollars an hour, and you're only Whoa, paying cool. me 35. Hey, you know, <laughs> and all rowdy dude. What, what are you What are you doing with that extra 120 yeah. bucks an hour? I'm just pocketing it so yeah. I can go to freaking uh, Maui or whatever. Like, yeah, or go yeah, back yeah. to Ireland. You know, <laughs> <laughs> go spend a couple of weeks on the beach. Yeah, that's know? what I'm doing. No, I'm gonna buy yeah. a Bentley or something. Yeah. But, no, it, it would be nice. But no, like I said, we're we're not out here making millions. Yeah. You know that. I mean, that's interesting. Brings up a point too, of like labor rate and how you stay standard on your labor rates. I mean, that's kind of like, I don't know. It, it's definitely like uh, kind of a measuring contest for like GS shops. Is like, oh, what's your labor rate? What's your labor rate? And like, oh, really? Everybody right. just like competes. To like, what's your labor rate? You yeah. know, and it's like. Just run your numbers and do your labor rate what you need to do to pay your guys, right? Like yeah, that's exactly. how we that's how we settled on ours. Yeah, like yeah. we want to pay our guys, you know, say between forty and fifty an hour. Like we need to this is what our hourly rate needs to be. And we do the math and this is this is what it is. Yeah, this yeah. is what it takes yep. to pay that. And that and but everybody seems to take that labor rate <laughs> and then like they just match the guy next to them. They just go do their in quotes research where they yeah. just go shop the shop. Oh, and cool! They just, yeah. And they just look, poke their head in. What's your labor rate? Yeah. Okay, you're 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 at one one eighty. I'm, I'm gonna move bump up to one seventy. Like, yeah. why are you bumping up to one seventy? Like, what? Yeah. Oh, because you're at one eighty. Like, well, <laughs> have you put in the time? You know, Do you know what you you're know? supposed to be charging. Yeah. But what's like? I know body shops in general. You know, especially collision shops. They've always been kind of behind as far as like general service you know yeah, they've yeah. always been 85 to say 100 i mean how how does that calculate for you or how do you how do you how do you manage that and i mean uh, and it can be just off the cuff if you just if you just run your numbers and you're like hey i need to make this amount of more like yeah, but i'm I just get, curious like you know it's uh a lot of my repeat customers all uh i'll knock down our rate because they're they're loyal to me 
but for the most part, you know, do you do the same uh, across, or do you do like a variable for fabrication versus body versus mechanical no, versus? You know, I kind of it's kind of straight across. You know, um, maybe if I had someone in the office doing the paperwork and the billing, all that stuff, it might be a little easier to do. You know, yeah. say body work at eighty five bucks an hour, metal work at you know one hundred five. You know, but it, it's a lot to keep track of. So. I've always just kind of been cut dry and, and just set one body, you know, one, one rate for everything. Just to make it easy for you. E- exactly. Yeah. You know, it was, um, you know, and we're only 95 bucks an hour, you know, and it's kind of, you know, people always get blown away. Yeah. I'm a little yeah. blown away. Yeah. Everyone's like, you know, you should be up in the 115, 120 bucks uh, an hour. Oh, you should be 210 to 250 you know, to be honest. But. For what you do. That's yeah. just my opinion, though. Yeah, you know. And I, I have no yeah. metrics that stands behind that, but I just know the amount of, like, knowledge and skill it takes yeah, you to know, do and, that. You know, yeah, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of skills over over the, the years I've been doing it, you know, but say charging 200 bucks an hour to build a car, you know, I, I can't justify that. That's a huge that. price tag, yeah. You know, I can't justify that because I go back to, which I probably shouldn't, you know, but I go back to me growing up with nothing, you know, we came from absolutely nothing, dude. And I kind of, I kind of want to treat people right, you know, and I can't justify charging someone that kind of money because I wouldn't want to get charged that, you know? So I've always just kind of been fair, you know? And, yeah. you know, no, I mean, I, I can totally relate to the mindset. Yeah. I get it. You know, and, and it's such a hard mindset to get yourself out of and realize is, that you're worth more than you think you are. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's tough, man. You know, like when I first started, we've been in business 16 years, you know, and, um, when I first started, I was at like 30 bucks an hour, 35 bucks an hour. But like, it goes back to me not knowing everything that I know now, you know, yeah. over the years I progressed and started raising my rate. You know, I finally got to like 55 bucks an hour, 60 bucks an hour and, I was there for years, you know, and I finally talked to an old guy here and got here in town, Mike Joyce. He's like, dude, you should be up in the, in the eighties, nineties, you know, you're, you're well, well past me, dude. And, and he's been in the industry many years, very talented. And, and for him to tell me that it was, it, it made me feel good, you know? And so I, I finally did raise my rates, you know, and it kind of weans out, the bullshit people that don't want to pay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's part and, of it. And it and it makes the customers that do want to pay that actually want your experience to stick around. Yeah. You know? And I, it was hard to see that years ago, you know? And it's still hard to see, honestly. Yeah. I mean, every and, day is going to be every year, every yeah, month. Yeah, you know? Constantly but, reevaluating, reanalyzing. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, your rates have to go up just like everything else does in the world, dude. Oh, yeah. You know? Especially if you you know, want to pay someone to come in and support their family and do what they want to do. Exactly. You know, on that labor rate, it's like, yeah, that's that's tough. Exactly. And it's not not easy work. No, you know, know, you're paying for skilled labor. And not to mention, it's not work that anybody needs. Exactly. And that's... And not to to say that like it's a negative thing. No, 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 I get it. They're coming in to build a car... That they don't need. It's a hobby. They want it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's a and, want. And it's like pulling teeth. No, it's not like pulling teeth, but I have the problem of the same thing of like they come in, the transmission repair replacement's going to be 7500 
I mean, it, it's not uncommon now to have a transmission go out the door for six or seven thousand, six or seven thousand dollars on a vehicle that's worth fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, or even a yeah. vehicle that's worth five thousand yeah. dollars. And you get that question like, "Oh man, this car's not even worth that much." It's like financially, no, the numbers don't make sense. But is it worth it to you? Yeah, you need your car. You need your car to get to work. I can't discount yeah. it. Like I've come to the conclusion for myself, like I can't short because if I shortchange it, I'm shortchanging the technicians on the floor. I'm shortchanging exactly. me. Exactly. I'm shortchanging everybody. Yeah. Um, my landlord's not going to give me a break because no. I gave this guy a discount because I felt sorry for him. Yeah. So that's tough. And it's like, I, I deal with that a lot yeah. too of yeah. like, man, I couldn't justify spending $7,000 on that vehicle no. personally, no. but I'm, I'm a business owner. And if I don't sell this job, if this job doesn't get sold, these guys don't have work. You won't and, be a business. Yeah. And also know. this person won't have their vehicle and they yeah. got to go buy another yeah. used vehicle that who knows what's wrong with it. So yeah. it's like, it is very difficult to like, think about and i think about the same thing you know like yep. it's like man i couldn't i, I couldn't afford to spend that no. and it's like no but and that's you know, on a it, daily driver so i can only yeah, imagine on yeah, a custom you know, vehicle yeah like, you know why and, are you doing this yeah it, it, it's crazy you know and, and it goes back to like you just said you don't want to cut yourself short you know like you've you spent all these years learning your trade perfecting yep. the trade you know and you should get paid for it you know, and <laughs> it's hard to get through that mindset, dude. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, especially you know? when you're running the the, the shop and the office and everything. Exactly. And exactly. you can control the, they call it emotionally discounting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, because I do it all the time, you know. I, I try to bill week, weekly or biweekly, you know, and, and I look at a bill, say it's five grand. And I'm like, dude, like, is it really worth five grand? Like, you know, I'm like, should I knock, you know, $1,000 off of it, you know? Yeah, I, it's a hard mindset to get out of, you know, and to me, I have to realize I've always been fair with my prices, fair with my hours, you know, like I said, work 10 hours, I bill six, you know, so I'm always, I'm already being fair there. So right. why, why should I discount the bill at the end of it? Right. Even more, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's easy it, to say like here talking about it, it but it, when you put it down, pen that goes to the paper or keyboard goes to the computer yeah, screen. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. you see the, and you see the numbers adding up yep. and you're like, oh man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, over the years I've, I've been getting better, you know, being more stern because I tell these people, if you don't have the money to build a car, don't start it. Yeah. You know. Like, if you don't have the money to pay me, don't start it because it's a hobby, dude. You don't need your car. It's a want. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, <laughs> I have a good, good friend, Mike Porter in A-Town, Atastero. Um, he always asks how his marriage, you know, their, their customer's marriage is, you know, because most of the time the guy never tells the wife what he spends on the car. You know, and, and <laughs> right, always, always, yeah. yeah, you know, and he always tells tells the customer, you know, bring your wife in because I want to talk to her too because I don't want <laughs> I don't want no issues down the road, you know, your wife. That's a seasoned builder right dude, there, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, but it's it's the truth. You yep. know, you're you're gonna you're either gonna ruin a marriage 
Or, or well, you're not do, taking like ten or twenty grand, and this car dude, will be out in a week. It's like this is some serious change. This car's yeah. gonna be here for like three to six months. Like you're not gonna be able to hide yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. You can't, so, man. You There's know. no way. <laughs> but he's uh he's pretty cutthroat, and I haven't got to that point yet. So <laughs> you know, but I guess that comes a time. When it when it comes to the shop work, is there like we kind of touched on a little bit as far as like you running the the paint gun. Is there like a hierarchy when it comes to like being in a shop such as yours as far as like starting from the bottom? Of course, like for, for me, it's like the lube tech, right? The luby. You do oil changes and then you kind of work up from there. You get you're doing tires and brakes and then you kind of start dabbling and some more is the engine repairs and then your diagnostic. I mean, you have your A, B and C level technicians. Yeah. And it's not it's it's a little gray. It's not black and white, but there's definitely like a hierarchy as you, as you move along. How does that, is, is there one or how does that work with like custom building or is that something you've even thought of? I honestly, I haven't even thought about that. Okay. You know? um, honestly, yeah, it just hasn't ever crossed my mind that way. You know, um, if there, I mean, if there's someone, obviously if someone comes in and they're like, Hey, I want to work for you, pay me whatever. And, but I want to just be, be the painter. Obviously you're not going to let that fly. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's hard to. Is there? I mean, is there like certain jobs that you put on a pedestal of like these are the ones I'm always going to do, and I just need this work done underneath it? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. So, like you know, the body work or the the paint work for sure. Like that's it's something I enjoy doing, so I like to do it that way. But that's a personal thing, though. Personal thing, but then again, it it is the final product, you know. But. I guess I shouldn't say it's the final product because the body work is what you see underneath. You know, if your body work ain't right, but you know, it's, it's hard to say, you know, it's, I don't know. I honestly, that's, that's that's hard to say. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because every, every job's important, you know, you know, every, every job has to be badass and, you know, um, as far as like, you know, hiring a guy that just wants to do one thing, it cool, you know, but it's not always going to be just paint work. You I know? say, I say, yeah. So it's, you know, like say we have a car for a year on end building it, you know, four months out of the year, we're doing body work, you know, or two months out of the year we're doing all fabrication so it's it's always something different i see yeah. you know and it's and that's that's kind of goes back to employees it's hard to hard to find someone that's well-rounded to, to keep them busy year-round you know you'd have to have multiple cars going in different stages along the year yeah to right. keep your employees going right you know if they just know you know wiring or fabrication you know so you'd always have to have work for them in that aspect. Yeah. So in your mind, you just see it as just one kind of project as far as like not, you know, being like driven towards one sp- particular part of the job. Like it's all just the project. Yeah. You don't, you don't really see like any part of the being less skilled than anything else. Like you see the fabrication part being just, you're just as skilled to do the paint work. Obviously it's different. But in your mind, you wouldn't like classify like this is C level work, this is B level work, this is A level work. No, no, because you know it's 
you're touching these cars that are worth two hundred thousand dollars. So you know every this is everything's top every, of line. Yeah, every yeah. step of the project. You know, just even running brake lines. You know, you want your brake lines perfect. You know, bent badass, and you know it's just every step of the of the process has to be perfect. Yeah, you know, and, and know all the tricks and running running harnesses through tubes and all kinds of yeah, stuff like that yeah. to make it look like yeah there's just you know? a certain touch to everything yep yeah yeah so yeah it's just, i always try to chunk up just to deal with like operating procedures and to be able to like chunk certain jobs up or repairs up is something i've really been wrapping my mind around is like how do i like take certain aspects of of the job during the day of certain repairs and be able to like Okay, this is going to classify into this category. This is going to be you known. This category, yeah. like pulling a transmission out, is obviously not as skilled as like rebuilding the transmission. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I just didn't. I mean, yeah. I was just curious if that like translates over in any in any fashion when it comes yeah, to like. Not really, man. I mean, I guess the teardown would be kind of like. Yeah, that's kind of sea level. Yeah, cutting kind of cut and dry. You know what I mean? Like I just like, need to tear this car apart. Yeah, you know, but you but, could probably screw that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know. Uh, people not <laughs> yeah yeah you know you you tear apart a car and not label anything you know what I mean? oh, like yeah. we ziplock everything or put in totes and, and label what's what and you know i guess you could mess that up you, mess you know up. yeah you know it's you know but we we label everything because these cars do take so long you know a year from now if something's not labeled you're like Fuck, where does this go you know or or what's this car to you know this parts for the car you know so, yeah, you could you could mess it up for sure, you know. <laughs> Ripping chrome molding off that you can't replace. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know you know how that is, all the repop stuff's not not like the original. Yeah, know. that's got to be tough finding all that kind of parts. Yeah, Only yeah. imagine the amount of time spent trying to track that kind of stuff down. Well, I mean, it just goes back to research, man. It's just constant yeah. hours and hours calling and searching on the web. Not as, I guess not as romantic on the day-to-day when you actually got to put your your head under the water. And uh, and look at the bigger part of the iceberg, right? Yeah, like yeah. you just see the little shiny part on top, and you're like, yep. I want to build one of those. And yep. it's like the amount of just like, yeah. oh man, no, you don't. No, <laughs> keep your money. <laughs> Go get in a different hobby, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for I mean, it it is romantic, and I think it it lures a lot of you know of the young generation in. Yeah. So I guess kind of like getting down to the end of this thing is like someone listen that wants to get in the industry knowing what you know now what would you have done different to maybe learn differently or like i mean maybe personally you wouldn't have changed a thing but is there any sort of advice if someone's looking to get into like the custom car scene or like want to 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 move that direction no i honestly i don't think i'd change anything growing up as far as my way of learning. Um, like I said, I had a few good mentors in high school that took me under their wing and and taught me, you know. Um, and that was a big help, you know. But I've talked to people that tried to teach people, but it comes to what we were talking about earlier, being big-headed. You know, these these kids that don't want to learn from someone, you know, and I was the one that would learn from a 12-year-old, 
you know, if he had a better way of doing something that was faster or better for me, I, I, I learned from him. Yeah. You know, yep. a lot of, a lot of people don't have that anymore. Right. Right. You know, so, you know, but I, my biggest thing, I just, it put in the work, dude, you know, um, take every bit of advice you can be humble when you do it and, and just, just work. Would you, uh, would you yeah. start from scratch all over again? Or would you look at now? This is interesting right. for me to think about because you're 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 Travis. You own Custom Works, right? It's it's your stamp. It's your way of doing it. And so, if you were to build another, or if you were to buy another restoration shop that's got whatever Joe Blow restorations, yeah, he's he's got his stamp on it, right? So you're gonna buy it. You're gonna transition. Now you're building cars the way he builds cars. That doesn't sound like something that's gonna. That's going to jive with no, you, right? No, no, so definitely like, not. But he's established. He's yeah. got client lists. He's got all the tools. He's yeah. got everything, right? Yeah. You just got to do it his way. Yeah. I mean, for you, what would you just start from scratch again? Or would you actually take that that responsibility and actually start building the cars his way? Even though it's eventually going to be yours, you just got to buy it from him and, and build them his way. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, like starting from scratch, man, I would not recommend anybody no, in the no. auto repair to you know, start from scratch uh, but the reason why i start started from scratch because i started as a at a young age you know what i mean and, well i mean and, none and, of us had the financial backing to really no like, yeah, yeah exactly you know and it was always a dream of mine to own a shop you know um maybe if i had the financial backing back then maybe i would have bought a shop um you know i've have good friends in bakersfield that bought a, a reputable hot rod shop and they're they're doing very well you know and but they're not building the cars how the previous owner built them you know they they slowly put, transitioned over yeah him. you know they're they're putting their touches on them and, and and slowly getting well known for that you know and um but with me i i learned a lot starting from scratch you know, yeah it it makes you it makes you who you are it makes me who i am today and i don't think i'd change that dude yeah you know um but so who, who who knows you know if i had a who knows what back you, I mean, yeah exactly. hindsight right you never yeah. know how it was going to go yeah but. you know i you know but all in all i wouldn't change how it's all happened over the years yeah you know maybe learning more of the business side of it how to run the business better. I, I changed that, you know, cause I'm slur- slowly getting into how to run the business. Like you were saying, Yeah. you know, um, I was just back then I was just motivated to work. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't care about the business side of it. And it, it kind of hurt me. You know what I mean? I, yeah, you can't get away from it. You, you, you can't, know? you know. Unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You could actually yeah. have the dream of like owning a shop and just doing good work and then like everything else just falls into place, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no. That's how you yeah. think about it though, right? You're oh, yeah, like, yeah. You just, you just do work. You're going to be yeah. the best of the best and then like the money will just come later. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Where's all the money at? Like, no. Well, it's your job to monitor that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, how do I do that? Like yeah. no one oh, told cool. me that. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you learn what not to do and what to do, dude. Yeah, you know, you know, learning what not to do, I think, is yeah. the biggest takeaway, right? Yeah, yeah, learn from your your mistakes for sure, dude. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's been a tough road, dude. 
I can tell you that. Yeah. A wild ride, but it's still still uh yeah, you're still just moving forward. Huh? Trying to keep the dream alive, dude. You know, just as much as you are, you know, you just keep pushing every day and that's all you can do, dude. That's right. So Well cool. Yeah. This has been fun, man. Yeah, hell yeah. No, I appreciate you having me, dude. Yeah, this so. has been good.